If modern art had become increasingly divorced from the new thinking in its monolithic progress, it was partly due to the close interaction of fine art dealers with museums and private collectors who bred and fed artists through the intricate maze of the international art market. In their hands, advanced art was reared, packaged, and coded as the so-called product of a new movement or generation. This ingenious strategy, dominant in London from the mid-1960s, served a general appetite for novelty. It also brought into play a continuum of constant renewal, where every ten years a group of like-minded artists would appear, flower, and duly fade as they outlived their first impact. Thus, for example, the band of St. Martin's sculptors, led by Anthony Caro, alongside William Tucker, Mike Bolas, and Philip King, with such vibrant effect in the early 60s, had, by 1968, become flaccid and redundant. In the constant search for fresh art surveys such as the young contemporaries caught talent at the earliest stage and provided a seeding ground for further development beyond college. The problem was perhaps that the political splits of 1968 through 69 had riven the art colleges themselves, spreading a corrosive skepticism of institutions and bureaucracy. Thus, in 1972, after some seven years' research, the Arts Council was obliged to replace Caro's movement with yet another new generation of artists, picked mainly from Caro's students at St. Martin's, in a presentation titled The New Art, curated by Anne Seymour, then working for the Tate Modern Collection.